Missouri almost beats Georgia. Ole Miss beats Kentucky. Alabama loses Bryce Young and more in this recap of College Football Week 5. Now, as always, I'm your host, Grant Skill, and joining me today is your normal host, Grant Ingram. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I feel usurped, but I think it's probably best for the show anyway, so. It is, yeah. I'm just better. No, I'm kidding. So, I'll let you go ahead and take over, but wow, what a weekend. It was an incredible weekend. I will say the highlight of it for me was watching my Kansas State Wildcats take on the Texas Tech Red Raiders and tell them to put it in the holster and keep it in their pants. Grant, what was the highlight of your college football week? The highlight of my week would have been if Georgia had lost. Um, but since that didn't happen, I would say it was Alabama overcoming Bryce Young's injury to be able to beat Arkansas, who admittedly did not look good for more than five minutes of the game, but still an impressive showing for when Bryce Young is out. Yeah, it was it was solid. Um, I was, you know, surprised that Arkansas held on and also that they didn't. Like, I expected them to have a little bit more life, but then once the game started, I was expecting them to be a little quicker dead, you know? Yeah, it was not a close game to start. We were up, I think it was already 14-0 until Bryce got hurt. He came out, and we kind of kept the scoring going. Um, wasn't always the best drives. We had a lot of huge plays, which certainly helped. Right. So even though we got like two and a half quarters of Jalen Milrow, we really didn't see a ton of them. Didn't have much to do. I thought it was funny. They had the um, in-game analysis by Bill O'Brien, Alabama's offense coordinator, for those who don't know. And he said, heck of a runner, can't throw outside of the numbers. Yeah, that's very true and could barely throw inside of the numbers. And he, I think he had a 70-yard run, and I know that there were a couple other 70-yard runs that happened in yeah, that Yeah, he had quarter. like a 72, and then Jameer Gibbs had like a 77 and a 71. Both of Jameer's were touchdowns. Milrose was not a touchdown. He got brought down at what, the two? Yeah, something. There was a touchdown like the next player, the play after. Yeah, but for but, stats-wise, it was not. Yeah, I mean, but other than we, we, Grant and I talked about this, but other than the couple minutes, Arkansas really didn't do much. They got the touchdown going into half, which was good. Came out, punted, and then scored a touchdown. I believe at that point it was twenty-eight, fourteen. I think that's correct. Yeah, so they they got the touchdown with eight minutes left in the third quarter, made it twenty-eight fourteen. Then went for the sneaky onside. Great idea by Sam Pittman to get more momentum in their favor because even with that touchdown momentum still wasn't fully on their side uh, unfortunately for them they drove down to the four but they weren't able to convert it to a touchdown they had to go for a field goal then Alabama got the ball back three and out and then our punter messed up or the long snapper messed up the snap threw it past our punter and gave them the ball at like the three yard line yep um, so we really shot ourselves in the foot there. But really after that, Arkansas didn't show a bunch of signs of life, and we just kept having big play after big play and put the game out of reach really not that long after. Yeah, it was it was over before it started, but then they, Arkansas you know, pretended to be alive, and they didn't anymore, and it was over. Um, now Arkansas is unranked. Which you got to feel bad for the boys at BYU because they were looking forward to playing at number 10 Arkansas, and now they're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, that would have been a nice win for BYU if that had happened. Um, 
or like, maybe like Notre Dame, Arkansas doesn't look like they may be as great of a win. Um, or like Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Or Oklahoma, yeah, that would be the example. Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Arkansas. Ugh. That said, in my um, Kansas State Wildcats defense, I will say Oklahoma was missing their starting quarterback because he got hit in the head. Which we he, wish he didn't get hit. He did get hit in the head. He was like six of seventeen before he got hit in the head. It may have helped him out. Yeah. In reality. It, it might have. I, I don't know. Um, but that is something you kind of have to look because they don't have that comeback potential that he brings. As we continue, shall we talk about the TCU? We can talk about TCU. This is what's staying in. Um, TCU looked good. Honestly, it, it makes me wonder, is it that TCU looked good or is it just that Oklahoma has not looked good. I mean, you can make the argument TCU's ranked like 16 now. Kansas State, I believe, is in the top 25 too. You can we're, make we're the 20. argument that they were playing good teams. Yeah, or you can make the argument that they just look awful. I, I yeah, I'm on uh, as a neutral big non Big 12 fan. I think they have looked awful. They have looked a little rough. I will give you that. Dylan Gabriel had a decent game against Kansas State. He had, or he had a good game, but he missed a couple big plays. He, he was not 6 of 17. He was 7 of 16. Yeah. Uh, before he got hurt. So he wasn't doing much anyways. The backup came in and was honestly about the same. Uh, yeah, but you got to keep in mind that him not doing much, there is always the potential that he breaks out some sort of big play, right? And so... There is, but... Big plays don't matter when your defense gave up 55 to TCU. Yep. Nothing against TCU, but you're not going to win a game if you give up 55 to TCU. You, you are not. Um, and that sounds like there is something against TCU, and I'm surprisingly okay with that. Um, this week, had, we... TCU had TCU pulled in Alabama. Their running back had a 69-yard rush, and their quarterback had a 67-yard rush. Nice. And oh. their quarterback threw a 73-yard touchdown. So those are three huge plays that were given up by that Oklahoma defense. That is absolutely a big deal. Um, I will say, if we look sort of at Oklahoma's schedule coming up, they do play Texas this week in the River in the Red River Shootout. I've got um, Texas. Quinn Ewers is confirmed to be back for this game. I saw where I saw my my personal favorite meme. Texas has decided that they're going to be unveiling some new uniforms for this next week. Um, they're going to be yeah, purple. Yeah, it was Kansas State ugly purple. They're going to be purple. I mean, TCU is purple too, so that's why. Because they haven't Actually, beaten yeah. Oklahoma in like six years. It's been rough. Yeah. Another great game mentioned in the intro was the Ole Miss-Kentucky game. Not a super high-scoring game. 22-19, but... Boy, that was full of some ups and downs. I don't know if you were able to watch that or not. The um, which, which game again? I'm sorry. Ole Miss, Kentucky. I was not able to watch. Um, sorry, I saw so that for a second looking at recording the, grounds. The last score of the game came with three minutes left in the third quarter. Wow. Um, uh, Ole Miss in the fourth quarter went down, drove down the Kentucky five, went forward on a fourth and goal from the five-yard line, didn't get it. Kentucky went 74 yards to the Mississippi 19, and then Will Levis fumbled it on a sack. Mm. 
Ole Miss three and out. So the Ole Miss is up three at this point with the drive starting with two minutes left. Kentucky drives down the field, gets to the Mississippi 7, commits a illegal motion penalty, drops back to the 12. So first and goal from the 12. Will Levis gets sacked again, fumbles again, and Ole Miss recovers it. Dang. So that was twice that all or Kentucky got into the Ole Miss red zone and then Will Levis fumbled the game away. Quite literally fumbled the game away twice. If they could have gotten even a field goal on either of those drives, it would have ended up being a tag game. I mean, that's kinda of like what happened with Missouri, right? Where Missouri was, you know, looking at um gosh darn it. They were looking at a touchdown going into half and then they had a like a false start back them from the one to the five or the six and they just had to settle for a field goal and lost by four points which will get you beat every daggum stinking time the craziest thing missouri was up 13-0 on georgia with nine minutes left in the second quarter they only after that they only got field goals i mean they only scored one touchdown and the rest of their points were field goals what was impressive to me is they kept georgia to so many touchdowns yeah, like, Georgia's offense looked out of sync. Looked like a high school team out there trying to play against a SEC team. Yeah, um, against a former Big Twelve team that Kansas State beat by how many? Grant thirty? I don't know. Was it thirty uh, that I heard? Thirty? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's like we talked about. I don't think it's a great thing to compare games like that, especially this because this. The question is, is this an anomaly or is it not? Um, they they showed some weakness against Kent State, but this is the first time their offense has truly struggled. And they, boy, did they struggle through about three and a half quarters of that game. Uh, the they, offense died, got buried, rose from the casket with about five minutes to go. And they said, were getting some consistent field goals in the second, like, Second quarter, they got two on their last. Let me pull up drives. I have this. Um, they got two consecutive field goals to end the half. Got the ball back. They scored on six straight drives. Granted, most of those were field goals. Yeah. Um, um, yes. So not looking but. great, but the offense gained some consistency late in the second quarter into the second half. But this did not look like the Georgia team that should have been number one. In fact, Alabama is actually now number one over Georgia. Right. Now, I will um, say, if you look at it, and this, again, you're comparing apples to oranges, this is a Georgia team that was getting consistent field goals, and we're saying that because the game is going so bad, that looks pretty decent. Um, but if you look at, you know, the Kansas State. Well, I'm just saying their offense went from nothing to – decent enough to drive down the field and get field goals to eventually scoring touchdowns. It was their offense looked awful, but they managed to turn it around. Um, I don't really know what happened because Georgia's been a very disciplined team ready for every game, but then Kent State, they gave up. They gave up the same amount of points that Kent State as Missouri. Um, yeah. I think they're without Jalen Carter, who is their sort of Jordan Davis type player this year. Um, that could certainly be a big factor because that's a big boy in the middle of the defensive line. Yeah, but we had more yards against Missouri. I don't know what's going on there, honestly. I mean, y'all have a better offense than Missouri, but that's not saying a whole lot. No, I'm saying we have more y- yards against Missouri. 
than like Georgia did. Um, yeah, I think the the real question is: Is this going to keep happening for Georgia? Because today showed that Georgia's offense can struggle, and that's what you and I had talked about all year: is their defense is not as good, and it has shown the past two weeks. Can their offense consistently be good enough to drive down the field for touchdowns? This past game, they showed for most of the game, no, they couldn't. Their offense looked dysfunctional. They were having to get field goals. They were slowly improving as the game went on eventually into getting touchdown drives, essentially just running the ball because Stetson Bennett was like 24 or 44. Um. But this looked like a Georgia team that if Georgia showed up like this against Alabama or if they showed up like this against Tennessee, Georgia's getting blown out. Yeah. If Tennessee played the Georgia team that Missouri faced, it would have been like 30-0 to in the second quarter Mm because that Tennessee offense is full throttle, nonstop. They're going to take you down if you give them the chance. Right. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think George, I mean, I'm starting to question, and this is stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway because I'm a podcaster and we all say dumb things. What does Auburn look like against Georgia? Like, how close is... I don't is, think Auburn, I don't think Auburn looks good. Um, I mean, because we, Auburn looked good for about five minutes of that game last week. Well, but if we recap those, I mean, that, that full game, right? If we recap that, the thing that lost them the game was turnovers. If they avoid turnovers, I mean, they might have a chance. You're like, asking a lot of Auburn now. <laughs> seen this okay, but their quarterback actually looked solid this past week. He was he was making some plays. Um. I will say it. I pulled it up on ESPN. Ticket prices are crazy, but it's really funny to watch because Auburn's one hundred nineteen dollars, Vanderbilt's one hundred one dollars, Florida's one hundred thirty one dollars. I'm surprised the Tennessee games tickets as low as three hundred and thirty six dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a home game for the dogs. We'll see. But uh, I do think Auburn might have a chance. Now, do I think they have enough chance to put them on my pick six? Absolutely, freaking not. But they are a team to watch out for because that LSU game was close. LSU's ranked now. LSU doesn't look like an awful team to lose to. I'll tell you who does look like an awful team to lose to. Auburn. (laughs) But Georgia might just find a way to pull it off. Um, Now, that said, if Auburn can do it, Auburn will have to then go and play Mississippi, then Arkansas, then State, then A&M. They get a break with Western Kentucky. Those tickets only cost five bucks, by the way, in case you're looking to go to an Auburn game. And then you can go to the Alabama game, and that will be awful. That's just a tough schedule. You're going to have a hard time. It's going to be a rough life if you're an Auburn fan. Yeah, and something we forgot to mention, or I didn't necessarily forget, I forgot in the intro, Mississippi State being Texas A&M. This is one that both you and I called. Actually, I don't think I called it. I think I picked A&M for that game. I'll have to look. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to take a look and see. I remember at least talking about it. I think you I think I, at least that it was possible. I think I might have mispicked my pick six, honestly. That sounds like something I would do. Um, see, I had I had Mississippi State all the way, and it, it was for the reason that ended up happening. It's that A&M's team, now Max Johnson is hurt. He has a broken 
um, bone in his throwing hand. He some reports saying he might yeah. be out for the year. I did call state. That's okay. Yeah, I thought you did. Um, we don't know for sure Max is out for the year, but that's a big blow for their team. Not that the offense really didn't do a whole lot. Um, but no. now that he's hurt, your options are Haynes King, who came into the game with six to thirteen for forty nine yards and two picks. Continued looking like Haynes King. Um, or your other option is Connor Wigman. Wigman. Um, Wigman. <laughs> Live. Um, Live, yes. Live. Um, Connor Wigman, Wigman, whatever his name is, five-star quarterback, talked to talked about him in the um, other video where I said Jimbo should be fired or could be fired. Actually, I saw an article this week that are like, ignore the buyouts because colleges have way too much money to spend anyways. So Yeah, Brian Harson's not going to have a job after the ADU. They will happily part with $10 million. That's just yeah, prediction. Deion Sanders is reported to be the potential candidates to replace him. That would be interesting. Okay, so this this is actually something I would like to spend a moment let's to talk continue. About. Let's continue A and M. We'll, we'll we'll continue A and M, then we'll go back to Auburn. Yeah, um, Haynes King doesn't. Haynes King does not look that like he's that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Um, You're not that guy. He seems like he's genuinely talented. The problem is, in his three games that he's played in this year, first game was against Sam Houston State, maybe whatever that acronym is. I'm not sure. 20 of 31 for 364, three touchdowns. So that looks good, but then he threw two picks. Second start, Appalachian State. He goes 13 of 20 for 97 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Nice. Gets benched because he did that numbers against Appalachian State. And then he comes back in 6 of 13 for 49 yards, two picks. Yep. He has not looked good. He has very um, much not. Almost to the point where it's like, why would you even consider starting this guy again? Just put Connor in. He's not. He may not look great either. There will probably be growing pains because he's a true freshman quarterback. But it can't be much worse than what you're getting out of Haynes King. I don't see the downside. If Max Johnson's out, just throw him in there and let him learn. I don't see any downside to it. Yeah, and I think you're right. Um, I don't think Jimbo has to worry about his job, so that makes it almost even more confusing as to why. They oh, if I'm just... Jimbo, I'm not worried because if they fire me, I'm still getting my ninety-five million dollars. My ninety-five is that the buyout it's for like, Jimbo? Yes, that's fully, I believe it's a fully guaranteed ten-year, ninety-five million dollar contract. I didn't think it was fully guaranteed. I think it is. It's like, did you hear what Ed Orgeron said about when he got let go from LSU? No. So they're like, all right, coach, we're going to let you go, and we're going to pay you the $27 million left you have on my – or you have left on your contract. He said, great, happy to go. Which store do you want me to go out of? <laughs> but he said, I, he said, great, happy to go. What do you want me to go out of? If I'm Jimbo, I'm not worried because you either <clears throat> keep the job or they fire you and you get – Tens of millions of dollars. And you can go immediately go find your work. Yeah. I can't Jimbo. I'm almost wanting to be fired. Jimbo will get a job even if he gets fired. No question. Yeah, for sure. He can always go to UTSA or San Jose State or Arizona State. Wisconsin. Um, Speaking of Wisconsin, 
don't know. Something happened in Wisconsin. I saw it was a big deal. They, oh, no. Oh, no. Wisconsin fired their coach after losing to Illinois. Um, yeah, they did. But speaking of coach firings, because we promised to come back to this, Brian Harson at Auburn. What do you think he has to do to save his job? Beat Alabama. <laughs> you think that's it? Do you think if he beats Alabama, Auburn turns down Dion? It depends if Dion's interested or if he ends up getting another job. Um, you saw like Gus Malzahn. Gus should have been fired years before he was, but he kept pulling off. Like every other year, he'd pull off some stupid win against Alabama. Right, but the thing is, Gus was Gus wasn't actively being hunted by the university. We've seen from this past year that Brian Harson is actively being hunted by the university. He was asked this past week if he thought he'd have a job by the end of the year. <laughs> That's literally what they asked him. They're like, do you think you'll finish the year as Auburn's head coach? And he said, look, we have to try. <laughs> that was pretty much his response. Look, we have to try. Um, I don't see a reason to fire him if I'm Auburn right now. You want to keep him this year. Um, I don't see a reason to fire him after two years anyway. He has not had a chance to build his own program. He's not. He's not been given a fair chance. But we'll, we'll see how this season goes. If they end, what's their record right now? They're three and two. I don't know. If they end like five and six or seven, whatever that math is, I think you fire the guy. You think with a losing season, you fire him? I, I think so. So six um, and what six. Was their record. What was their record last year? I think they were six and six. Maybe five and seven. If he's if he's six and six again, I think he gets fired. So you think he has to win seven games? Let's look and see because I've got this pulled up because I'm a cool guy. What does Auburn have to do to win seven games? Well, they have to beat either Georgia or Mississippi no. or no. Arkansas. Maybe because or Arkansas Mississippi State looks like nothing. Mississippi State, no. A and M. Maybe. Haynes King might lose him that game if he's the quarterback. Western Kentucky. Honestly, I don't know that they win that game. <laughs> Alabama. So uh, you've got no. seven you've got seven games to win four. Maybe two winnable. Who are you going to beat out of that lineup? You beat Western Kentucky, hopefully. And you beat um what was the other team? Maybe A and M. Maybe A and M. Maybe Arkansas. So they might have a chance to go six and six if they can pull off the three maybe winnable. Yeah, because you don't beat Georgia. I don't think they beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State's offense is just too good. I they don't might think be, beat. They might beat Ole Miss. Tulsa put up a good fight against Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss. Ole Miss needs some more time because they still got Jack. They've got Jackson Dart at quarterback. He looks good. A little inconsistent throwing, but he's he's got talent. He's going to be good. I think the longer this season goes on, the more scary this Ole Miss team will be. Well, but that Ole Miss team you're going to see in two weeks, so maybe. Um, I still like thing, Ole Miss pretty easily. In the thing game. is, looking at Brian Harson, like in terms of how the heck can he keep his job, he started off with Mercer. He beat Mercer. He then played San Jose State. That was close. That's a bad sign. <laughs> he then lost to Penn State, big, but it wasn't that bad after. It was that bad in the second half. Yeah, he we beat, happen to be friends with someone who is 
close with someone who's at Auburn and I know firsthand because I, that the next week I was up in Tennessee. One of my and, best friends is there too, so yeah. Yeah, um, I happen to know that Auburn fans did not feel great about that game going into it. This... And definitely did not feel good coming out of it. No, that's rough. And then they lost to Penn... So, and then they, um, I mean, they beat Missouri by three in overtime. Which, I mean, to be fair, Georgia beat Missouri by four. M- Missouri lost that. Like, Missouri lost the Georgia game. Missouri lost that game. We went over that. They, the kicker didn't warm up, missed like a 20-yard field goal. If you're a then kicker, in call. overtime, they jumped offside and Auburn missed a field goal. Then the guy fumbled at the one trying to transition the ball from his left hand to his right hand. Yeah. Um, it was tragic. So you could say maybe you beat LSU? I mean, they should have won the LSU game, but I'm saying going into it, maybe you beat LSU. Maybe. I, my question is, is what more could Brian Harson have done? Beat San Jose State, beat Missouri. Well, not he beat, let those games even be close. He beat both of those teams, and you're right, but Georgia also San, let Missouri Did they win the San Jose? I thought they lost that game. No, they won it by eight. It was just ugly. And now... Yeah, they, they, to, yeah to, that was a bad one. In, his, in all fairness, they got rid of TJ Finley. Now Robbie Ashford's playing. And I think Ashford, Finley... Didn't Finley get hurt? I don't know, but Ashford's playing, and Ashford looks good. Um, Finley kind of... Um, to be to be nice to the guy because I'm sure he's a great and wonderful human. Finley sucks. TJ Finley has a shoulder sprain. Speaking of shoulder sprains, um, if people watching don't know, that's the injury Bryce Young has. That is. And has him questionable for when this is releasing tomorrow against A&M. Um, let's see if there's an update. Honestly... Uh, okay, actually, there is an update from about 15 minutes ago. Um, Nick Saban said Bryce Young is a game-time decision. He's been able to practice this week. There's no real bad damage or anything like that to his shoulder. It's not long-term, but he's still sore. We'll have to make the decision pre-game to see if he can throw the ball well and do his job. If I am... If I'm right. Alabama, I probably don't start him, but keep him on the sideline ready in case he needs to go in. Yeah, I think Alabama loses to A&M this week. I'm going to be think, at that game. I think, I think they, they lose. I think they lose. I just have a feeling. I got. I mean, I had a feeling about Oklahoma. I had a feeling. Who else did I have a feeling about? I just have a feeling. Let's just put it to that. I have a feeling. Remember this smile. Anyone, if you're still watching this, Kaylee Live, if anyone else is watching this, just remember this smile. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I have a feeling. Um, every, the, the skew is just right. Anyway, shall we look at the ratings? A&M doesn't have a quarterback. A&M would be better off if they ran Wildcat the whole game versus putting a quarterback out there at this point. Well, unless they put in that five-star they've got coming in. Because let's look at it. Bryce Young's game time. Do we think if he's game time, he's going to be back fully healthy? Definitely not. So even with your injured um, Milrow, whose first name I'm forgetting tragically. Jalen. Jalen Milrow. Even, the even, next great Jalen at Alabama. Right. Well, the first one. Jalen at Alabama kind of sucked. But um, this one, it, anyway, 
Even with Milrow, he can't pass after the numbers or pass the numbers. You see, I don't know that I believe that. I think Bill O'Brien might be bluffing a little bit on that. Um, he has some good throws at A-Day. There's some, his A-Day highlights are on YouTube. That boy, he got, he got as Jalen Hurts would say, he got freaky with it. Um, yeah, but I don't, I haven't He's, seen him being able to play football. I mean, granted, no one's really seen him play football. Um, we'll have yeah. to see how this game goes. I mean, best case scenario for Alabama, of course, is that Bryce is feeling good enough to go and is able to make it through the game. Um, right. But, but I'm not – A&M right now, I'm not – if Haynes King is at quarterback, I'm not worried about that game because Haynes – we'll get enough points off of Haynes King interceptions to win the game without an offense. Well, I mean, you say that, but I, I'm not sure. I, I just am not sure. We'll, we'll see. Um, but I've got a feeling that Alabama might take the L this week. Um, there's not really any... I, I don't know that who they're going to start. I, I do not know. Um, I don't think it matters. We could put me in a quarterback and I think we win that game. No. Definitely not. Um I mean, I don't want to get hit by those A&M defensive linemen. I'm just saying that's how confident I am in us winning this game. Yeah. We want to go ahead. I don't now, have Paul Feinbaum asked if, if Jimbo was at on the hot seat at A&M. And um, that's kind of tough to be asking after, you know, you just signed a nine-year deal. Um, anyway. Is, if he loses this game and it's not close, which I haven't – you have the inkling they're going to win. I have an inkling this game ain't going to be close, boy. Um if this is just like an absolute blowout and we just demolish them, he is going to be on a hot seat. Because the only reason he really got that extension was they had a good recruiting class and he beat Alabama. Which you would think would be enough. Anyway, shall we look at the top 25? Yep. Okay. Uh, we can kind of breeze through the top five, probably top six. Well, there was, that, there was that one movement. Let's, let's just read it off. Yep. Alabama, Alabama has moved up, unfortunately. Georgia Not unfortunately, moved. fortunately. Georgia has moved down, thank God. Mm-hmm. Alabama's got A&M, we talked about that. Georgia's got Auburn, we talked about that. Ohio State at three. They Looks like they got Michigan State coming up this weekend. That'll be an easy win for them. <laughs> um, I don't really see this top five moving until Ohio State plays Michigan. Unless Alabama goes down. I don't see this top five moving unless uh, until Ohio State faces Michigan or until Georgia loses to Tennessee. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of with you, except I think Alabama might go down this week. After that, I don't see much. Georgia's also going to be kind of, yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Um, uh, number five, we've got Clemson. We didn't mention them. They beat NC State. That's a good win. I think Clemson might be back this year. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a good win. They've got, I think that's Boston College coming up. Yeah. Six, we've got USC. They beat Arizona State. That game was close in the first half. Um, second half, they came out and just blew them out of the water. Looks like they've got, I think that's Washington State. Yep, coming up. Washington yep. State is one. That's one of our pickups. Um, that should be a decent game. I don't think USC loses. Seven, we got Oklahoma State. They beat Baylor. They've got Texas Tech coming up this weekend. That could be an interesting game. Um, given a and or Texas Tech just lost to some scrubs, I don't think that's going to be a hard one. To <laughs> some scrubs. Um, now Texas Tech did beat Texas, um, beat them harder than Alabama did. Beat them against the backup quarterback, which is what Alabama did. 
Yeah, again, I don't know that it's great to compare team versus team. I'm just saying Kansas State's better than Alabama. Um, after I'll get through eight, and then I'll let you take over. Eight, we got Tennessee coming off of a bye week. Um, their last win was still against Florida. A good win that ended up being close because they didn't close the game great. They've got LSU coming up this weekend in Baton Rouge. That's the only thing that can make this an interesting game. I don't think Tennessee has a hard time here. I don't either. Coming in at number nine, we have Ole Miss. They're up five after beating Kentucky. Um, That's going to be interesting. Now, if we look ahead, they have Vanderbilt. I didn't realize Vanderbilt was still putting out a program. Um, It should be fun. Now, at number 10, we have an unbeaten Penn State. They're up one. I believe they beat somebody. Uh, um, They beat Northwestern, and it was close. Um, But they've got Michigan. But Well, never mind. I'm sorry. They've got a bye week this week. They have Michigan next week. Um, Then, if we look ahead, we have the Utes coming in at 11. They're up one after beating Oregon State. And then they play UCLA. That'll be a game um, for reasons we'll talk about in a minute. Then we have Oregon at 12. They're up one as well. I believe they beat somebody. Um, Let's see. That was Stanford. They beat Stanford. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they beat the trees. Then Kentucky, they lost. They fell down six. They're at 13th. They are coming up against Ole Miss. No, I'm sorry. I'm stupid. They're coming up against South Carolina. You are stupid. I am very dumb. Then we have North Carolina State coming off their loss at Clemson. Or to Clemson, they came down four spots, which isn't awful. They're playing Florida State. I don't know who I've got there. It should be a decent game. Then Wake Forest up seven. They beat, They bounced back after losing to Clemson. I believe they beat Florida State. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, then they've got Army. Wake Forest looked, Wake Forest looked good. Um, Sam Hartman being back really helped them out. Offense looks really good. Yep. Um, going to be a tough team to stop. Only the Clemson defense so far has been able to stop them and take them down. Even then, the defense didn't really stop them. They just got outscored in that game. Right. Now, then coming up next at 16, we have BYU up three spots after beating Utah State 26-38. to She's kind of rough. Um, <laughs> but then they've got Notre Dame, the formerly fighting Irish. Um, Not just the Irish. <laughs> the Irish. Um and I think BYU's got a decent shot there, though people are predicting Notre Dame for some weird reason. I guess you, you never bet against the Irish, but sometimes you have to. I am. Um, people are, what do you mean, it's 66-34 BYU. Okay, well, Bing is showing me something else. Maybe Bing's smoking. Anyway, I'm on the ESPN to pick them. I see. Well, that's a different That's a different swing. Better yeah. than betting one way. Anyway, TCU, this is the big one. They're playing Kansas. They are currently seventeen. That's also 17th. one of the um, Yeah. Well, game day is going to be at in Lawrence, Kansas, at TCU, Kansas. Um, Interesting. Yep. I don't. I mean, obviously, they'd be Oklahoma. We talked about that. I don't. Uh, know you would think Penn swing. State, Michigan, would be a better one to be at, unless they're saving Michigan. I don't know where Ohio State, Michigan is, but I'm sure they'll be there for that one. They will be, and I would imagine that's why. Maybe they just want to go to Lawrence, Kansas, because Kansas hasn't fielded a football team since 2009. Um, then we've got. You UC- could say they still haven't, but they're five and zero. So yeah, they're, they're pulling it off. Then we've got UCLA. They beat Washington. That's a decent win, and they've got Utah. That'll be a tight game. 
Um, then Kansas, as we just talked about, they're going to TCU or they're, or they're hosting TCU rather. They're coming and in at then 19. Right, then, then immediately after, as should be the second best team in Kansas, <laughs> Kansas State. Kansas State, we are going and playing <laughs> Iowa State in Farmageddon, baby. Um, Emal, we're coming off two good wins up. I mean, five spots. I think if we beat Iowa State convincingly, we'll be considered. I mean, possibly in the top fifteen. Maybe it depends how some of these games shake out ahead of them. Um, we'll have a couple of drop, like Penn State, Michigan. Someone's gonna have to drop from that. Um, right. Then we got like Utah, UCLA. There's a chance just with a win, people drop, y'all slide up. That is very possible. Um, and then Washington has fallen six spots. They got beat by UCLA. They are going to be playing Arizona, Arizona State. State. So that's an easy win coming up for them. A nice rebound. Um, Twenty-two. We got Syracuse after a fifty-nine-zero versus Wag. Who is Wag? Um, Wag Wag. Whatever. I uh, know, but Wag that out my face. Wagner, the Seahawks. Uh, they they got... beat the Seahawks. Wait a second. Syracuse beat the Seahawks. Geno Smith's looking very bad out there, apparently. He's actually looking good in the NFL. Um, they've got NC State coming up. That'll be a tough test for them. 23, we've got Mississippi State. The Aggie Slayers growing in Arkansas. I think Mississippi State is going to have a field day on that defense. Yeah. If Alabama ended up dropping, what was it, 49 with most of that game being with a backup quarterback. I think I think Mississippi State will have a fun, fun time. Mm-hmm. Then we've got... At 24, we've got Cincinnati. Wow, they're back. Um, after, oh, look who they beat. Oh, no, that's Tulsa. I was thinking Tulane. Um, Tulane beat Houston. Didn't Tulane also beat y'all? Yeah, but Tulane beat Houston. Houston was a was considered a good win at the beginning of the season. And then at 25, entering the charts, we have LSU. Fighting Irish, they're gonna have to fight real hard against Tennessee this weekend to even make it a close game, which I, I don't think it'll be. I uh, very much agree. Just outside of the top twenty-five, we got Washington State, Baylor, Florida State, Arkansas, James Madison, and Florida. A couple others rounding off uh, Maryland. James Madison. James Madison has two more votes than Florida, which is weird because James Madison's and, FCS. And 35 more than Texas A&M. Which is strange because they're FCS. Actually, no, they're FBS. Did they move up? Did James Madison move up? So I guess so. Yeah, okay. Well, now to look at our pick'em and sign off it to go play some video games. Um, Texas, Texas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I've got Texas. Quinn Ewers is coming back. I don't think this is a particularly close game because I think Oklahoma's awful. I I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma made it close, but if Texas comes out in purple with Quinn Ewers, I think they've got a chance. It's a, it's a rivalry game. Oh, it's actually rephrase what you said. If Texas comes out of the game with Quinn Ewers still healthy, I think they can. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, they got TCU Kansas up next. I'm going TCU on that one. Kansas all day. Okay. Kansas all day is my is my. I mean, I'm trying a, to help you out and make you all the best team in Kansas, but apparently you don't want to be. I don't. No, I'm not. That has nothing to do with it. I just think they beat TCU. I don't think TCU is that good. I think TCU got lucky. 
Um, following that up with another How did they get lucky? They beat up Oklahoma's QB. Um, anyway, then following that up with another top 25, we have number 8, Tennessee, and number 25, LSU. I'm surprised this game's only an 80-20 Tennessee. split on ESPN. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee all the way. After that, we've got Utah-UCLA. I think I'm going to go Utah. I think Utah has... I haven't watched UCLA, granted. I think Utah has the better defense. I got to go with UCLA. good enough offense. UCLA is just coming off some good wins. I, I think UCLA has a better chance. I'll be honest. I have a hard time trusting Chip Kelly to keep it up, too. We'll see. I mean, he pulled it off at Oregon. Anyway, then we yeah. have North Carolina and Miami. Mm, I have got... I'm going against my pig. I've got North Carolina. Miami has not looked good. The only thing that can beat up a hurricane is Middle Tennessee State. Um, then we've got UTSA, Western Kentucky. If Western Kentucky beats UTSA, hey, they may put up a fight against Auburn, but... UTSA. This is, yeah, this is a battle against, in my opinion, two not great teams with UTSA being the better of them. Coming up next, we've got the second best team in Kansas versus the, I think number the second best team in Iowa. Um, They're the best team in because, Iowa because Iowa. Well, sucks. I think they lost to Iowa. <laughs> well, then that's a problem because Iowa sucks. Anyway, look this up. Um, no, they beat Iowa ten to seven. <laughs> yeah, that's about how it um, goes. Iowa State's coming off of a loss to Baylor and a loss to Kansas. I don't know. I, I might actually pick Iowa State in this game. I am um to to do a to pull a Lee Corso. Emo. That's lame. Um <laughs> after Emo. that we've got what might be the biggest spread of the week. We've got USC and Washington State. That game's not gonna be close. USC is had some struggles. They struggled a couple weeks ago against whoever they played on midnight in the Pac-12 network. Um, Oregon State. Yeah, and then they struggled. Not struggled. The defense struggled in the first half against Arizona State, but I think they've kind of put it back together. I don't think this is a close game. I don't think you do either. Nope. Washington Um, State all the way? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. USA. Then we got BYU and Notre Dame. Uh, So we got the Cougars. We got the Roaring Mormons versus the Irish. I'm going with the Mormons. <laughs> I mean, the Mormons beat up on the Irish. <laughs> yeah. Which is a I great don't know sentence. Be a... <laughs> yeah, I got the Mormons all day on this one. So... <laughs> I think the Mormons beat up on the Irish. After that, the last one, we've got Florida State versus NC State. I think Florida State has a shot at this one. I do too, but I'm still going NC State. I've got Florida State right now. That might change, though. I guess we'll we should see. see. Well, and then the tiebreaker is total points in TCU versus Kansas. I've got 999,975. Uh, I guess I got 65. Um, but I created a second entry for ESPN's nah, just dude. like college game day group and accidentally picked there. But what I can confirm from actually having it there 
is that I did pick Oregon to beat BYU that week. Okay, cool. Well, we can, um, was, we can take a look at the in the league. Which was the upset in that one. Um, I forgot Mississippi State lost to LSU. Yep, they did. It, it's a, it, we'll see how it all goes. But I did not. I was like five of five that week. I've been killing it though on my other one. I'm twenty nine and fourteen. I'm only behind because I didn't pick the one week. Ah, well, you, that is you're thirty. You're thirty and nineteen. I'm twenty nine and fourteen, and I picked half of one of the weeks. Nice. <laughs> or like only, I picked how many was it? I think it was like I picked. Four games and went one and three in week three. So if you take that week out, I'm 28 and 11. Nice. Well, that is unfortunately all the time we have for today.